have a fear setting audio, an audio that I recorded that is a, it's about five minutes long and I kicking myself in the ass. And I'm saying, Jim, like, are you comfortable right now? Stop being comfortable because those things that you want, they're on the other side of that comfort. They're on the other side of fear. Don't sit there and say you want these things and then not do them. If you want that success, if you want that thing, then you've got to do it. If you continue down this path, this is where it's going to lead you. And sure, that's okay, but that's not, you're not okay with just okay. I'm not okay with average or mediocrity. Like that's a tactic that you can use. You can sit down right now, put your fingers on a keyboard, type out the words that you need to hear deep down, they'll kick you in the ass. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr. And I'm sitting here with my boys. They're kind of smiling at me as I record that. I think this is the first time that they've ever seen me. Is this the first time you guys have ever seen me record an episode? Yep. Yeah, this is the first time. So what are we talking about today? Cliches. Yeah. Do I say cliches a lot? You hear me saying cliches? When we're doing sports and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. So are cliches true? Depends. Yeah. Depends on who's saying it. If I'm saying, boys, you got to clean your room. It's a good habit to build. That's untrue cliche. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a cliche. All right, go on, get out of here. I got a podcast to record. Now I have two teenage boys and they hear me saying cliches all the time. But really the genesis of this episode is when I was working out the other day, one of my friends, one of the guys started complaining about his work. And I guess we, we all are compl find ourselves complaining sometimes about work right now and just life. I mean, there's so much uncertainty in the world. And this guy happens to be a teacher. And I think teachers are dealing uniquely with uncertainty that even other professions and industries are not dealing with. They're trying to teach, they're trying to create community, they're trying to follow new, you know, the rules and regulations that they have to follow and actually get students to learn in a totally different environment. At least ours is 100% virtual. So this guy's, you know, he's venting about the challenges that he has to deal with and some significant uncertainties and I chimed in at one point. I said, hey, listen, you know, you can't control these things. All you can do is all you can do. One of my friends chimed in, cliche. And then, uh, and then I said, control the controllables. And he goes, cliche number two. And then and I said, well, at the, you know, at the end of the day, you have to execute. It is what it is. <laughs> and this third guy goes, cliche number three. And he was right. But it got me thinking. And it, re it reflected back on a moment when I started coaching. I had become an All-American wrestler. I'd achieved at a high level as an athlete. And now I'm a coach. And I realized that I started catching myself using cliches. Like I'd say, you got to believe or one match at a time or you got to wrestle the whole seven minutes or focus on the fundamentals. All these cliches, I started using these like barf, right? Or at least that's what most people think. These cliches, they go in one ear and out the other because we've heard them a million times. We've heard Nick Saban say them. We've heard Tony Bennett, national championship coach at my alma mater, basketball coach at UVA. Dan Gable, one of the greatest coaches of all time in any sport. We hear these elite coaches say these things. And we hear them spout off these cliches when they're in their post-game interviews or pre-game interviews. You know, we've got to perform out there today. We've got to execute. We've got the game plan. We've got to execute. And as I started saying these things, when I became a coach, I literally caught myself one day 
But I realized that these weren't hollow words that I was saying to my athletes. They had felt like hollow words for years when I wasn't achieving at the level that I wanted to achieve at. I was dismissing them because I'd heard them a thousand times and I'd go off in search of the answer. It's the same with you, right? You, you've heard these things a million times, these secrets to success, but you go off, they go in one ear out the other and you go off searching for the next shiny object. You know, the beet juice. Oh, that's it. I got to drink beet juice. No, you got the hyperbaric chamber. That's, I've got to use the hyperbaric chamber. That's the secret to success. No, no, it's this type of journaling that I have to do. Like, that's the secret to success. It's this certain format that you have to use. It's like the story of the guy who was caught in his home during a flood. You may have heard this story before, but, you know, the National Guard comes by at the beginning of this flood because he can't get out. The streets are flooded. They come by in a Hummer to rescue him. And the guy says, no, no, God will provide. And the, the storm keeps coming and the water rises and the military comes by with, in a boat to rescue this guy. The National Guard comes by again in a boat. And they said, we're here to save you. He says, no, 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 God will provide. Well, it keeps raining and the flood gets higher and he has to climb up onto his roof. His whole town is flooded, whole neighborhood's flooded. He has no escape, no boat, no way to get out. And a helicopter comes, hovers over his house, drops down a ladder. They say, climb aboard. We're here to rescue you. He says, no, 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 God will provide. And this man goes on to drown in the flood and he dies and, and he goes to heaven and to meet God and he goes up to the pearly gates. He gets to meet God and he says, why, why didn't you provide? And God says to him, well, I sent you a Hummer, a boat and a helicopter. What else did you want? You know, the answer is right there in front of you. And I do believe that God provides like that. He doesn't always provide in the way that we think he's going to provide. But oftentimes the answers are right in front of us, but we refuse to see them. People want solutions. You know, and these solutions I'm talking about could be found in the Bible, but we're also talking about high performance, maximizing potential, you know, rising above mediocrity on how not to be average, how to find balance in your life. And it's in these cliches that we've heard our entire lives. We hear the answer and it's some answer that we've actually heard before. And so we dismiss it and we go on to look for some other solution. Maybe it's in the next book, the next podcast episode, some silver bullet, some pill or radical new idea. So I want to go through a few cliches and help you determine whether or not these are true. Here's the ultimate cliche. This one is so bland. It's so boring. It, it doesn't strike you as anything truthful, anything you, you can actually take action on. Are you ready? You got to believe. You got to believe. You got to believe in yourself. Boring. Give me something. Give me, some, give me a pill I can take. <laughs> you know, if that quote, that cliche, you got to believe, if that's coming from your deadbeat uncle, doesn't mean much. <laughs> if it comes from an Olympic champion, you just think to yourself, ah, that's what successful people say. And you shrug it off thinking, He's only successful or she's only successful because they just have that innate ability or they have some unfair advantage or they, you know, their mom or dad was an elite athlete in that sport or, you know, they had something that access to something that I don't have access to. So I can't be successful. No, it's a cliche because it's a foundational truth. You have to believe we, we want that next shiny object, the do the hot yoga or drink organic ginger root juice while you're on a 24-hour fast. What if you actually took the time 
to cultivate belief? What if you actually did the research to figure out, okay, how do I create belief? I know I've got to believe. I've been hearing this since I was you know, in kindergarten. So how do I, how do, I do it? That's the next step. Okay, I got to believe. Would I just close my eyes and click my heels three times? No. What if that actually is the secret to success? What if believing is actually the secret? Well, you hear these world-class performers at anything, and they tell you that it is. You ever seen the movie The Secret? If you have, you've probably either, number one, rolled your eyes, or number two, you're saying, hell yeah, because this movie is actually about the secret to success being believing that something is true before it happens. And it's about faith. It's about visualizing. The Bible actually talks about it. There are lots of Bible verses around believing, around faith. My favorite one is, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. You ever heard of the book, As a Man Thinketh? As a Man Thinketh. Super popular book, short, easy read. It's not a Christian or Bible-based book, but it's As a Man Thinketh. This is a foundational book. This Tony Robbins references this book. I mean, you hear a lot of world-class performers talk about this book, As a Man Thinketh. It's about what you believe becomes true. Olympian, Olympic champions talk about you got to believe. Oprah Winfrey talks about you got to believe. She was born into poverty and raped as a child and pregnant at age 14. Like, you got to believe there's a higher purpose for you. You've got to believe that what you want, what you dream about is actually possible. Elon Musk, he believes. I heard an interview with him where a guy was saying he, you know, he's what he actually walked, he did the interview with Elon. And then, and then after the interview, they're talking to this guy and he's like, yeah, I was, you know, Elon Musk talks about going to Mars as if it's like a done deal. Like we're doing this thing. It's not like, well, maybe I don't really believe we can do it. No, he believes it's such a deep level that he's just pursuing it as if, as if it's inevitable. So do you believe, like, are you actually willing to do the work to cultivate belief? If yes, then listen to episode 259, 259. Actually, you can just grab the action plan if you prefer. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, and you can get the action plan from that episode. You'll get access to you know, every single action plan that I've ever published, hundreds and hundreds of these things now. But you can grab that action plan. I actually have tactics in that episode that you can use to actually cultivate belief. So is this cliche true? Yes. Here's another one. This is like another just, you know, barf, like roll your eyes, like ignore, be yourself, just be yourself. Well, of course, who, who the heck else could I be? It's a stupid cliche, right? But most people aren't okay being themselves. They try and they struggle to be somebody that they're not. They try to keep up with the Joneses. They set goals based on what's parked in their neighbor's driveway. That's not being yourself. They feel like they're going 100 miles an hour all day long, they get a hundred things done, but they don't really move the needle toward what they really want in their life. They say yes to everything. That's not being yourself. Dr. Stephen Hayes, episode 231, 231, we talk about this. He is an originator of a therapy and training technique called ACT, A-C-T, acceptance and commitment therapy. Acceptance, like accept who you are. This therapy, this ACT, acceptance and commitment therapy, if it's used in a training setting for athletes or high performance, it's called acceptance and commitment training. 
What's about acceptance? Like accepting who you are, being fully who you are. That helps you pop the parking brake off. If you feel like you're driving with the parking brake on right now, that's a big part of it. You probably don't have the total belief that you need and you don't have the mindset of being yourself. Be yourself. A good friend of mine and the head wrestling coach at, at University of Virginia, my alma mater, Steve Garland, who, by the way, I interviewed him in episode 67, long time ago. But by the way, I'll have links to all of these episodes if you're trying to track which episodes I'm referencing here. I'll just put these in the action plan. Again, jimharshawjr.com slash action. But Steve Garland, he shares these embarrassing stories and like bad decisions that he's made in his life. And he's self-deprecating. I remember one time when I was working at the University of Virginia, I was a major gift officer raising you know, millions of dollars for, for the athletic department. I brought him in as a speaker for an event. And I remember he stepped up to the microphone. And by the way, I should make a mention, uh, Tony Bennett, who's the head basketball coach, he's this like good looking, super charismatic guy. And as Coach Garland stepped to the microphone, he cracked a joke. He said, oh, he's like, I know everybody was looking around saying, who's this guy? I thought Tony Bennett was coming. I thought the head basketball coach was coming. Why do we have the wrestling coach? Who's this guy? And he got a laugh. He got a laugh at his own expense. Everybody laughed at Coach Garland because he was himself. He was truly, authentically, genuinely himself. And interestingly, he gets more, not less, respect because people love him. People love that authenticity. It leads to credibility. Be yourself. You can listen to my episode. I interviewed Drew Manning. He hosts a TV show called Fit to Fat to Fit. He's got a great podcast by the same name. I've been on his podcast. He's been on mine. But episode 149, he shares a story of betraying his wife's trust when they were married. And it's a deep, deeply personal story. And I challenge you to listen to this podcast episode and sense whether your respect for him goes up or down when he is truly and authentically himself. And I challenge you to go through the world and notice whenever people open up and they, they share, you know, TMI, too much information, when people really share, truly share something about themselves, does your respect for them increase or decrease? I promise you it will increase. As you see people being truly and authentically themselves, your respect for them increases. So be yourself, cliche, true. I'm going to read off a few more cliches for you. Here's one. He's the first one in, last one out. First one in the building, last one out of the building. Listen to these cliches like this with a different set of ears, a different set of awareness. You would typically let these drift past you in one ear, out the other. Instead, realize that these are secrets to success. First one in, last one out. Are you? Do you work hard? Are you truly dedicated to your craft? Here's another one. Nothing good comes easy. Nothing good comes easy. Ah, blah, 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 whatever. Nothing good comes easy. Like, is it hard for you right now? Are you working really hard at something that you want? Is it something good? Guess what? It's not likely going to come easy. Healing a relationship, losing 20 pounds, making more money, getting the promotion, starting the business. It's not going to be easy. Here's another one. You got to do the little things. <laughs> you got to do the little things. Come on. Do I really have to do the little things? Yes, you do. If you want success. Here's another one. It's all mental. What does that mean? Well, if you don't know what it means, go work on your mental game. Read a book about it. Figure out how to up your mental game. Here's another one. 
he or she's a, a real team player. They're just a team player. You heard that cliche before, right? Are you a team player? Do people respect you because you're a team player? Like, do you serve? Do you give? Do you care? Do you carry the bag instead of making the, the freshman do it? Whatever that equivalent is in your world, in your office, can you pick up the piece of trash that's laying on the floor? Or are you going to wait and I'll let the custodian do that? No. Be a team player. Here's another one. Blood, sweat, and tears. You know, it's been blood, sweat, and tears to get here, to get to this championship. Ah, whatever. That's just something champions say. Guess what? It can be hell getting to the top. You're going to have to say no to things that you want to say yes to. You might have to say no to a donut. You might have to say no to uh, going to have a beer with your friends. You might have to say no to sleep. Blood, sweat, and tears. That's what it was for me to get to the podium decades ago when I was a competitive athlete. Blood. Yeah, there was a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, and there were a lot of tears. I remember walking out of the wrestling room. I remember this one day. Man, I was getting my ass kicked by my assistant coach, Charlie Branch. Charlie, you out there listening? Coming for you still. Charlie, man, he would whoop me, man. Oh, it was like, it was terrible. He had been an All-American for Virginia Military Institute. Now he's my assistant coach. Man, he would whoop me and like, Every once in a while, like one out of like 20 goes with this guy, I would score a takedown. That's probably even generous. And I was getting later in my career and I felt like, man, I should start getting to this guy. And you know, I was nationally ranked. I was pretty good. And, and this guy's just thumping me, thumping me one day. And, you know, blood and sweat. And well, guess what? Tears that day too, man. I, I came out of the wrestling room. I threw my freaking headgear across the hall, screamed, crying, like tears coming down my face. Like, like I wanted my goal so bad and I was looking at proof and experiencing proof that I'm so far away from my goal right now. And yes, it was just a bad day in hindsight, but I had those bad days. You have those bad days. Blood, sweat, tears, they will happen on your path. And there's a difference. There's a difference between hard work and inspired action. Like sure it can be hard work to get there, but really it's about inspired action. I was inspired to come back after that day with tears in my eyes, come back into the wrestling room the next day, re-inspired to take action. It wasn't hard work. I mean, it's hard work, but really it was inspired action. I knew my why. I had a purpose behind this. And I talk about the difference between hard work and inspired action in episode 155. So I recommend you check that out. 155. If you want to know the difference between hard work and inspired action. Here's another cliche for you. Showing up is half the battle. Showing up is half the battle. Or another one's 90% of success is showing up. Are you showing up? Like, are you showing up at the gym? Are you showing up early at work? Just get there. Just be there. Just show up. Just do that thing. Have the momentum. Create the momentum. Create the inertia. And the rest is so much easier. If you just commit, just commit to showing up. So right now, I'm training a couple of guys to be reveal your path coaches with me. My caseload is kind of getting full in terms of the number of clients that I'm, I'm working with right now. And so I'm bringing on some guys who can be coaches with me, for me, in my program, coaching them and teaching them right now. One of them is an Olympian. And we have these calls. We were doing them every week for a while. Now we're just switching to every other week. Well, guess what? This Olympian who's one of the actually three guys that I'm working on this right now with the Olympian. He hasn't missed a call. He just shows up every freaking time. 
He just shows up on every call. He's never missed. And you wonder how he became an Olympian. Showing up is half the battle. Next one, it's about who you surround yourself with, right? We've been hearing this since you were like five, but wait a second. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Do you choose them? Are you choosing your friends wisely as your mom or dad or teacher or coach has told you? Call someone right now, text them right now, or right when this podcast episode's over, reach out to that person. Who's one person that you know if you surround yourself with them, they're going to level you up. They're going to be at a higher standard. They're going to make you a little bit uncomfortable because they're where you want to be, or they're doing something that you're a little bit scared to do, like waking up early or starting that side hustle or committing to reading the relationship book with their spouse. They're doing that thing that you're a little bit uncomfortable with, but you kind of know that you need it. Who you surround yourself with, or are you going to be okay with just surrounding yourself with those other average people that aren't doing those things that make you uncomfortable? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Here's another one. Chuckle when I say this. You got to want it. (laughs) No freaking crap. You got to want it. Well, guess what? It's true. You have to cultivate the desire though. You got to want it. Yeah. In one ear, out the other. But can you really cultivate the desire? And you probably let this go in one ear, out the other, because you're like, I don't even know how, how do I, how do I want it? How do I go do that? Like, is it like an exercise that I do? Do I do like, like 10 burpees and then I want it more or something? Now, here's some tactics. Here's one that I use. I have a fear setting audio, an audio that I recorded that is a moving away from audio. It's about five minutes long and I kicking myself in the ass. And I'm saying, Jim, like, are you comfortable right now? Stop being comfortable because those things that you want, they're on the other side of that comfort. They're on the other side of fear. Don't sit there and say you want these things and then not do them. If you want that success, if you want that thing, then you've got to do it. And it's an audio where I'm like telling myself, well, if you continue down this path, this is where it's going to lead you. And sure, that's okay, but that's not you're not okay with just okay. I'm not okay with average or mediocrity. Like that's a tactic that you can use. You can sit down right now, put your fingers on a keyboard, type out the words that you need to hear, that you need to hear deep down, they'll kick you in the ass. It's a fear setting audio. It's what you want to move away from. Average, mediocrity. These are the kind of tactics that I work with with my clients. It's so exciting to feel these things when you, when you create that want, right? You got to want it when you start realizing, okay, this is why I want it because I don't want that. You've got to want it. You've got to create ways to want it. You've got to do something about it. You can't just listen to that cliche and, and roll off onto the next, you know, looking for the next shiny object. Now, right, here's another one. It is what it is. It is what it is. I used that with my buddy last week. Control the controllables. It is what it is. I think I just used another cliche to describe one cliche. You know, (laughs) it is what it is. Control the controllables. Both are kind of cliche. Are you stressed that there's stuff happening around you that you don't want to happen? Well, guess what? It is what it is. Get up and move forward. Do the next thing. It might be cliche to say even that, but it doesn't matter sometimes what you do. Just move forward. It is what it is. Can you let that go? Sure, Jim, I can let it go. I just don't know how. Well, meditate. Here's, here's, here's another tactic. I love this one. Learned this from Bruce Lee. 
didn't actually meet Bruce Lee, but I read a book about him. <laughs> meet Bruce Lee, but I, but I know a guy. And so I read this book and he talked about Bruce Lee would, would take something that's in his mind that he doesn't want there, right? You're, you're dwelling on something, you're stressed about something, and you, you write it out. You write it on a piece of paper. And you take that piece of paper and you crumple it up and you burn it. You burn it and it's gone. Like that helps you let go. That helps you focus on what you can control. It is what it is. I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper, wrinkle it up and burn it. And you can do this in your mind as well. Actually, this is how I primarily use this tactic. And this is how Bruce Lee talked about it. Actually, he's just doing this in your mind. Close your eyes, envision yourself writing something down, whatever that negative thought is, write it down. That thing you're dwelling on, that negative comment that you got from somebody one time, that I can't voice that's inside of you, write it out, visualize yourself writing it out, wrinkle it up into a ball, that piece of paper into a ball, light a match, hold the match under it, and watch this piece of paper just catch fire, burn and disintegrate into nothing. It's gone. It's gone. Now you can focus on controlling the controllables. All right. I just gave you a bunch of cliches. I hope you realize these are truth. Cliches are truth. Cliches are real when you're hearing them over and over coming out of the mouths of world-class performers. Don't ignore these success tactics that are right in front of you. They're all around you. If you benefited from this episode, if you enjoyed this episode, share episode 263, 264 with a friend, a colleague, a family member, somebody you know who needs to hear this message. And if you could give it a share, I would be endlessly grateful if you can share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook. That's how this grows. That's how my audience grows. I love producing these episodes and I hope you enjoy listening to them. Again, you can grab the action plan. Go to jimharshowjr.com slash action. If you want to learn how you can actually start implementing this stuff into your life like my clients do, then just go to jimharshowjr.com slash apply and you can apply for a free, no obligation, no strings attached coaching call with me. I look forward to talking to you. And as always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. <laughs>